0: i 'm going to guess that many of us uh probably did what I did yesterday um, and you remembered the twentieth anniversary, which seems so so eerie and surreal. The twentieth anniversary of nine eleven was was yesterday twenty years ago and and nine eleven is one of those events that that uh, that falls into the category of I knew I know exactly where I was when right and you we all have a story, we know what happened, you can like, I know where I was. I could draw a picture of the room I was in, who I was with. Like, I, I, it's like burned into your memory. Um, And, and yesterday, so I spent time, uh, probably as many of you did, uh, you know, even on social media, on TV, just watching um, uh, videos on, on even uh, spouses today of, uh, of those who, uh, who, who were, uh, who were killed that day and, and telling their stories and, and reading, you know, 911 dispatch and transcripts of, of people uh, talking to those who were on a plane. And like, it's just so, it's just so surreal. And, um, and, and it, it felt like, it feels like, watching those, it feels like, oh man, I remember that like yesterday. And then you remind yourself, that was 20 years ago. In fact, um, most college students today weren't even born. Or even remember it. It was that long ago, but it still um, uh, it still affects uh, us, right? When you think of it, and, and it still affects our country. And and one of the things that we saw right after the attacks on 9/11 was was this was this incredible unity because we weren't red or blue or or it was we're Americans here, and 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 the way through this is together. We're gonna we're gonna get through this, and we're gonna support each other. Um, Twenty years later feels a little different right now politically <laughs> but we know we know as a country um like this thing united us but it was such a, a horrible um, um experience and uh and to witness i mean it changed the world right still is um, the the outcome of it and so we certainly here at new hope want to remember those lost and remember um uh, what happened on that day uh it also reminds us um, of. We're going to look at this in uh, in Daniel that um, even in even in in times like that, God's still in charge. And and as hard as it may be to reconcile or to try to describe that or try to like like make all the pieces fit, we're going to look at Daniel twelve today, and and it's going to talk in in very plain terms about future difficulties for our world f- for for this planet so i want to start by asking this uh it's a, a a question that i think all of us might answer differently if you could know the future would you want to <laughs> if you could know the future if you could you know uh, a crystal ball or talk to someone an angel who showed up be like all right do you want to know what happens next well, I, I, it's an interesting question, right? And, and if the answer is like, well, if it's a lotto number, <laughs> like the Powerball next week, I'll, you could tell me that, sure. Um, if, it's, if it's like how I'm going to die, I don't, if you could know that, would you want to? If you could know how, like, if you're like, if I'm like 95, yeah, I'd want to know. If it's like sooner, oh i don't know if i want to know the future (laughs) what about this if you could know the end of history what the end of history would look like would you want to how it all ends now daniel doesn't ask this question but he's given this answer he's not pursuing uh lord tell me what happens next he's just told whether he likes it or not whether he wants it or not all right daniel let me tell you about the end and this Daniel chapter 12 is about the end so we're going to jump into Daniel 12 and and here's what we're going to see if you're taking notes you can write this down God wants me me you me to be faithful and fruitful till the end all the way till the end god wants me to be faithful to him and fruitful in my my uh, my ability to share gospel and share jesus with other people all the way to the end it's going to come out loud and clear in this passage that that uh there's going to be a lot a lot of turmoil a lot is going to happen in future for us but through it all god wants me to be us to be faithful and to be fruitful. Here's what it says in Daniel chapter 12, verse 1. At that time, now at that time, um, even commentators will, will admit that this is an unfortunate break in the text that, that these next few verses actually belong probably with chapter 11 because, uh, because it's talking about the same event, the same experiences. Um, by, by the way, just, just, just free of charge, uh, this, you, you know the, the chapters that you have in your, but you open up your Bible and you see all those numbers, Daniel didn't write those right so like we wrote those up to, to be able to like classify and and even just to be able to point to certain places like how do I know to turn to that verse well let's put numbers in front of the verses and numbers in front of chapters so so saying a, a chapter number is not in a really good spot is totally fine because those are all man-made did you know that did you know that yeah you do now congratulations well done so chapter 12 begins with, now at that time, which refers to the previous passage, the previous section, verses 36 to 45. At that time, Michael, the great prince who protects your people will arise. We looked at Daniel chapter 11 last week, and we looked at uh, verses 36 to the, the end as, as referring to what seems to be future. And it talks about this other person, this, this, um, this what is often referred to in the New Testament as the Antichrist. He shows up and he comes on the scene and it talks specifically about him. So we think that this, this continued. This, one of the reasons we, we know this is future is because it's talking about at the time of the end. In verse 40 of the last chapter it says at the time of the end this is all going to happen. Now we're told at that same time, the time of the end, michael shows up michael this archangel this great prince this probably this general of god's armies so they like this this uh, probably one of if not the most powerful angel in god's like uh, all the creatures that god created michael shows up and his job is to protect specifically god's people and in this time even more specifically israel that's his job End times comes. We got a peek behind the curtain a few chapters ago in Daniel when, when we see that, that what's happening in our world, there's a, there's a spiritual reality behind it and there's angels moving and battling behind the scenes. You remember this? When Daniel started praying and it took 21 days for this angel to show up because he was caught in battle and we, we, see, we read all about it. And so we see at that time that, that, uh, that Michael shows up. And he's like, here we go. Part of my job is to protect israel and then it says this there will be a time of distress such as not has happened from the beginning of nations until then this time of distress is often referred to as uh, as the great tribulation jesus talks about this new testament writers talk about this this time period and 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 it's the it's described as the final week of Daniel in chapter 9 this this 70 weeks you remember this we talked about um if if some of this is kind of fuzzy you can certainly go back and and rewatch online and and kind of get yourself caught up but he talked about these 70 weeks and this final week shows up and it's a seven-year period that's that's referred to as the great tribulation it's seven years unlike this world has ever seen. Jesus talks all about this in Matthew chapter 24. And, and, and which is hard to understand because it's hard to think about like this time will be worse than, than anything in history. Like if you know history, if you studied the history of the world, there have been some pretty bad times. I mean, there have been some times that you and I would be like, I'm so glad I wasn't born during that time. I wasn't around in that generation. Like that, would have been just terrible. I mean, countless times. And and so to say that this will be worse than all of that, ooh, that's hard to fathom. But it says it. It will be. This future tribulation will be unlike the world has ever seen. And then it says this, but at that time, your people, Daniel, your people, and then he says this, everyone whose name is found written in the book will be delivered apparently god keeps records and writes them in books and in this book he writes names and and i can tell you um, that that you you want your name written in this book that this book that we're talking about here that shows up here in other places, we'll look at it in just a second, that this is God's book and that, that the people written in this book, it says that they will be delivered. In Luke chapter 10, Jesus talks about this. He talks specifically about having your name written down. He says this, however, he's talking to his disciples. They come back rejoicing because they're having great success in ministry and they're, even spirits submit to them and, and they show up and they're like, Jesus this is great like you this authority you gave us and he says all right great however do not rejoice that the spirit submit to you but rejoice that your names are written in heaven listen don't 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 be so excited that you're having success in ministry and that you're having wonderful experiences here's where you should rejoice ready that God knows your name and is written in heaven it's written in his book that should cause you so much joy. In Revelation 20, we see that this book is referred to as the book of life. And if you're in that book, it's good news. It's the one time where you want your name written down somewhere, right? All throughout school, you don't want your teacher to write your name down on any list, Right? Like the list that they give to the sub, hey, here's the kids to look out for. If your name's on that list, right? I'm, I'm, don't Mine may or may not have been a time or two, but there are plenty of lists that you don't want to be on. This, this is one that is the most important list to be on. More than anything else. I want my name in that book. I want my name written down in this record-keeping that God has, I want it. I want it there. Now, what's amazing is that, that you, you can know if your name is written in that book. We'll come back to that in a second. You can know now if your name is in that book. You, you and I, one day, will get to heaven and uh, we'll stand before God, and, and it's one of those moments where are like, all right, Lord, all that matters, all that matters as if I'm in that book. And Lord, I've been following you. I, I know I'm written there, but can you just show me? <laughs> just show me real quick. Just just give me a peek. I'll, I'll be okay if you just show if I just see the first B and like, hey, look. All right, good. Woo, okay, I'm in, I'm in your book. This this book is that important. Here's what we see. Verse 2. It says this multitudes who sleep in the dust of the earth will awake. Some to everlasting life, others to shame and everlasting contempt. Now we're told about something that, that every one of us will one day experience. In fact, everyone in history will experience this event. Often we refer to it as a resurrection. Daniel is told of of a, a resurrection, not only of like specific people, but like, listen, those who have died, they're going to they're gonna rise. Some will enter everlasting life. Those whose names are written in this book, great, well done. And then he says, others to everlasting contempt. Some translations say abhorrence or uh, refers to this everlasting act of the state of being despised. In the New Testament it's clarified what this is and, and it's often referred to as hell. Hell is a weird word and it's a translated word. The, the actual word is Gehenna and it's this, it's this place that, that that you and I, I promise you, we don't want to look at, let alone go. Now again, Revelation 20 gives us some insight. So Daniel and Revelation um, are almost like, like a lock and key. So Daniel helps us understand Revelation and Revelation helps us understand some of the things that we're reading about here in Daniel and and so we see in Revelation 20 some insight Daniel is given just a snippet and then John is given who writes Revelation is given much more detail specifically about this event here's what it says and I saw the dead great and small standing before the throne and books were opened another book was opened which is the book of life the dead were judged according to what they had done as recorded in the books the sea gave up the dead that, was, that were in it and death in Hades gave up the dead that were in them and, and each person was judged according to what they had done then death and Hades were thrown into the lake of fire the lake of fire is the second death and then look at this, anyone whose name was not found written in the book of life was thrown into this lake of fire this passage is one of the reasons why we get uncomfortable even talking about end time stuff and and apocalyptic literature and uh, and revelation because it's scary and the reason the reason this sounds scary because it is scary <laughs> this this makes us feel uneasy thinking about this because it, this is unsettling this this really is going to happen one day R- regardless of what you believe about faith about jesus about the bible about uh, about uh, about who believes what and all right regardless of what you believe about this if if god is right and if this is right which we have every reason to believe that this is 100% accurate and true okay lord you wrote this down you want us to know this then this is an actual historical event that will happen one day You and I will go through this. We'll experience this. But if you remember, God wants me to be faithful and fruitful to the end. He wants you to be faithful and fruitful to the end. So he's telling us, here's what's going to happen at the end. But he says in verse 3, he says this. There's good news. There's always good news. Those who are wise will shine like the brightness of the heavens. And those who lead many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. Those who are wise, those who obey God. Now, this is like, I don't, I don't ever want to claim to be wise. Uh, I've been described as a wise guy, which is different, I think. None of us want to be like, oh yeah, I'm, 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 actually, I'm actually really wise. In fact, it's probably good you're coming to talk to me about this because of the amount of wisdom that I've just attained now we don't ever want to claim that but according to Daniel those of us who are following Jesus who have who are following God are described as being wise and we will shine like the brightness of heaven and then he says those who lead many to righteousness so it isn't just those who know their God but those who lead others to him he says oh you're going to shine like stars and not just for a little bit forever forever listen, church, what you and I do on earth, it matters. It matters. What you do in other people's lives changes eternities. And, and we're told that, that those who lead others to this righteousness, to this way to righteousness, like, like you have, you will shine forever and, and it will be forever known how much you did for the gospel and how much, like, I, 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 I've heard this expression before, like, and, and it's, I agree 100%. We want there to be an overcrowding problem in heaven. Like we want heaven to be like, you know what? I thought the traffic was bad in L.A. There, there, are, there are too many people here. Awesome. That's it. Yes. You and I, you and I, God wants us to be faithful to him and fruitful in our, in our expression and our sharing of the gospel all the way to the end until you and I can't do it, can't share anymore. And then it says this, verse four, but you, Daniel, here's your role. This is your job, ready? Roll up and seal the words of the scroll until the time of the end. What I'm gonna tell you, what, I, what, you wrote, what, what these, these revelations you're getting, these visions, seal them up, protect them until the time of the end. And then it says this, many will go here and there to increase knowledge. Daniel, you're not gonna understand any of this in fact you're going to die not knowing how what any of this looks like but as time goes on people will increase knowledge and they will actually increase their ability to understand what it is you're writing it's going to show up again in the same passage so daniel write this down protect it don't let this go to waste and other people are going to increase their understanding of this verse five then i daniel i looked and there before me stood two others. One on this bank of the river and one on the opposite bank. He's on the Tigris River looking at this and now there's, there's, there's two figures. One of them said to the man clothed in linen. If you remember a few chapters ago, we, we looked at this man clothed in linen. There's a description of him. And what we saw was this description is surprisingly similar to the description and revelation of Jesus that this seems to be i mean it's clear to me this man clothed in linen that is different than than any other description of any other angel that daniel ever saw this is jesus one of them one of these other angelic beings says to to him to this to this man clothed in linen to jesus who was above the waters of the river how long will it be before these astonishing things are fulfilled we see that, that, that this angel speaks to Jesus and, and, and he says, how long will it be? And I can imagine Daniel standing there and being, that's a good question. That's a good, thank you. For, I was thinking the same thing. Jesus, how long will it be? How long will it be before this happens? And then Jesus speaks. This man clothed in linen Share some details, and, and it, we both understand and don't understand what he's about to say. He says this: the man clothed in linen, who was above the waters of the river, lifted his right hand and his left hand toward heaven, and I heard him swear by him who lives forever. He swears an no, oath, saying, "Listen, by 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 my father, this is what's going to happen. It will be for a time, times." And half a time. When the power of the holy people has been finally broken, all these things will be completed. Jesus says this time, times, and half a time. It's not the first time we've seen this in the book of Daniel. And we know that this refers to specifically a year plus two years plus a half a year. So what Jesus is saying is this is going to last for three and a half years. This, this experience that I just told you about, that That is coming this this tribulation this great distress unlike the world has ever seen before it will last three and a half years we're going to get even more detail here and it's going to it actually still confuses us we still don't know exactly what this means but he tells us three and a half years Daniel responds says this verse eight I heard but I did not understand boy could you imagine being there you imagine being there and this 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 you know this messiah figure says a time times and half a time that's what his voice i think sounds like (laughs) and you're just like i don't get it (laughs) what like how many how many minutes like what is that like how many a time time daniel has he doesn't understand i heard but i did not understand so i asked my lord what will the outcome of all this be He says all right just tell me just tell me how it ends I don't understand all this just tell me what will the outcome be and this is this he replied now this, this man clothed in linen he replied go your way Daniel because the words are rolled up and sealed until the time of the end he says listen Daniel I've, I've told you enough here's what I want I want you to go all your way now live out your life and, and just know this the words you're writing down are gonna be rolled up and sealed till the time of the end. And then he says this, many will be purified, made spotless and refined. Many will come and follow me, but the wicked will continue to be wicked. There will always still be people who oppose God. None of the wicked will understand, but look at this, look at this. But those who are wise, apparently you and I, the wise guys, but you who are wise will understand he goes on to say like listen times will go on and people will come to have their sins forgiven and come to know me and there was but yet not everyone and there will still be plenty of people who are are still wicked and still sinful in their way still rejecting of me and they they won't understand any of this listen you have friends that he's describing people you know you bring up the book of Daniel they'll be like I, I don't even know I don't even care whatever they don't want to know they don't try to know it's just it's like ah it's all fairy tales and make believe all right and even up till the time of the end whenever this end comes there will be people who are like ah, I don't whatever I don't really really like it's, it's written down right here I don't care to read it but then there are wise those who are followers of Jesus, the, us, we've been going through this now for this summer, and say, all right, Lord, we want to know. Not so we can like figure out the day and time. No one knows the day or hour, but that we can at least be aware of what's next. We can recognize the seasons. We can, we can certainly always be faithful and fruitful, even in the midst of this this terrible, this terrible distress that's coming. So, there are, there are those who are wise who will understand. And then it says this. Now, this is what we don't under, really get. And, and commentators will disagree, and, and some are at least intellectually honest to say, I don't know. <laughs> we don't know what this is, but we can take a guess. It says this. From the time that the daily sacrifice is abolished and the abomination that causes desolation is set up, there will be 1,290 days. All right? That is really specific. All right, so, so how long will this be? A time, times, half a time. I don't get it. Okay, it's 1,290 days. 1,290 <laughs> days. And then he says this, blessed is the one who waits for and reaches the end of 1,335 days. That's all we get about that. We don't know why the difference but what we do know is that that from the time that this this antichrist figure sets up this commits this abomination of desolation there will be 1,290 days and wouldn't you know it it's three and a half years and we're going to see in Revelation 13 we'll look at it just a second we're told that this will last 42 months wouldn't you know it it's three and a half years so here's what it says revelation 13 the beast who's also known as referred to as the antichrist um you've often probably heard of this thing called the mark of the beast it's like the sign of like that followers of this antichrist will get this is all probably like weird and crazy and scary until you start to see it happen (laughs) and then i promise you if if you and i are still alive we're going to be reading revelation every single day (laughs) trying to find out all right what's happening next what's happening next here's what it says the beast was given a mouth to utter proud words and blasphemies and and to exercise its authority for 42 months three and a half years it opened its mouth to blaspheme god and to slander his name and his dwelling place god's dwelling place and those who live in heaven it was given power to wage war against god's holy people and to conquer them and it was given authority over every tribe people language and nation all inhabitants of the earth will worship the beast, all whose names have not been written in the Lamb's book of life, the Lamb who was slain from the creation of the world. So Daniel tells us the second number, 1335, and it's 45 days longer than the first number. And, and we don't know what it happens. We, we those 45 days, we only guess. So here's a general timeline. Would you like to know a timeline of the end time, just a general timeline? timeline of how th- how you know this is the end times would you like to know okay great this section would love to know <laughs> so apparently when we read the scriptures when we read daniel we look at uh we look at paul's writings we look at revelation um one of the things that happens is that sacrifices stop and the only way sacrifices can stop is if they are, uh, currently exist Right now, there are no sacrifices in Israel. This is an, they, are, they aren't allowed to practice their sacrificial system because, ready for this? Because there's no temple. So they don't, they don't fulfill the, uh, the Old Testament laws of requiring of sacrifices. They're just waiting. And you go to israel today and you'll you'll see them at the wall the the uh, the wailing wall and um and they'll they're literally waiting for messiah to come because he hasn't come yet according to to their beliefs and they're waiting for the temple to be rebuilt where they can get back to how things used to be at some point it seems to be that that this temple is rebuilt if you go to if you go to uh, israel and jerusalem today they have plans You can actually go tour the Temple Institute and and you can go see the plan. They have have blueprints. They have all of the, uh, um, everything's ready to go. They have menorah and they have stuff already ready to place inside this temple. They're just waiting for this temple to be rebuilt. So apparently this temple has to be rebuilt, another temple. When you know it, right now there's something in place of where the temple would go. It's a mosque. So this mosque has to be torn down and a Jewish temple rebuilt. When that happens, you can imagine a world being at war, right? It makes sense to say, okay, here we go. <laughs> and then there's a world figure, a world leader who shows up and he, and he actually has this political power and oversees essentially maybe the whole world. Often people talk about this new world order, like somehow all of these nations combine and, and he's now in charge and he... And he at at some point in this seven-year period, right in the middle, the last three and a half years, he sets up, he stops the sacrifices in the temple, and he sets up what's referred to as this abomination of desolation. He probably sets up an image of himself and says, you guys, actually, you, you don't worship God anymore. You, you worship me. When that happens, it starts this three and a half year for cycle this process this this three and a half year uh time period where there's just great distress and persecution and and then when you read revelation like all of this wrath is being poured out like that's what's happening this three and a half year period so are we are we in the end times right now well the temple sacrifices haven't stopped because they haven't started there's not a temple there hasn't been some world leader set up the abomination of desolation so not yet Okay, but do you think we're close? People will ask us all the time. Aren't we close? Don't you think, we're, like, we're there. Look at what's happening. And my response is always the same. Ready? This is your new response. Well, we're closer. We're closer. How close are we? I don't know. But we're closer. Right? By definition. <laughs> we're closer. Um, and, and so we see that this happens, and and there's 1,290 days, and... This is how long it's going to take. And blessed is the person who makes it an additional 45 days. Now, we speculate now, and commentators will, the honest ones will say, we don't know what this is, but it seems to be maybe that it takes 45 days for Jesus to set up his new kingdom. And he sets up new government and a new system and a, and a new way to rule the earth. And, and, and when you make it to this day, 45, oh, blessed, because now you're entering, he's ushered in the kingdom. That's... Where many many conservative commentators that this this might be what it's referring to—a forty-day, forty-five-day period where Jesus shows up. It says that he defeats the the beast by the word of his mouth. He just says, shows up and says, and you're done, and like, and it's done, and it's over. And he says, like, all right, now it's my time, and he sets up forty-five days pr- potentially. And now, and now we're going to get to the last verse of Daniel, and this is it's it's. You read this and you're like, really, that's it? But I read it and I, I laugh, but I also am like, man, what a way to go out. <laughs> it says this, as for you, this is now, again, this man clothed in linen, who we would say this is the Messiah, this is Jesus, talking to Daniel. As for you, Daniel, go your way till the end. Here's what he's saying, as for you, Daniel, you're just going to go and die. That's how Daniel ends. Hey, Daniel, thanks for everything, just just go just go rest your eyes and end your life. Can you imagine being Daniel like all right, how's this going to end? Oh you're just going to go and die now. And then you're going to wait. Here's what it says, you will rest, you will enter rest, like you you're going to die. And then at the end of days you will rise to receive your allotted inheritance and that's it. That's how it ends. Daniel, you're going to pass away. And at the end You're going to be resurrected and receive this inheritance that I'm saving for everyone who's following me. Everyone whose name is written in my book, they're going to get this incredible inheritance. And so will you, Daniel. God wants me, God wants you to be faithful and fruitful to the very end. Just like Daniel was. He's now 80. He's lived his entire life in exile, but still faithful to God. And when you get to the end, which all of us will, the only thing that will matter is if your name is written in this book. Listen, if this is all you get out of this, listen to this. The only thing that matters at the end of your life, not your job, not your promotions, not your accolades, not your bank account, not your house, not the car you drive, Not even all the good things you've done. Look at at all the good I've done for the world. None of that matters. None of that matters. The only thing you will care about is my name in that book. If my name is in that book and I get everything in the kingdom, everything that God has set up, it's for me. If my name's not in that book, then I don't get any of it. In fact, there's a different, there's a different destination for me. Now here's the great news. You and I don't have to wait till that day to find out. Am I in that book? I don't know. Jesus actually gives us the way. He tells us how to have our names written in this book. And he says, rejoice that your names are written in heaven. You can know ahead of time. Here's what he says in John 14, 6. I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. Nobody gets to heaven. Nobody gets to my Father except through me. So the way to have your name written in this book, ready? It's through me, Jesus. That's it. it be, often we talk about placing your faith in Jesus, believing in Jesus, be, deciding to be a follower of Jesus, accepting the forgiveness he offers and saying, I am now a follower of you. And and when that happens, your name gets written in this book. I, I, I hope that you and I, um, that, that today, you, we seriously take, we seriously take the into consideration, do I know for sure I'm written in this book? Have I placed my faith in Jesus? Am I a follower of him? Am I, am I when all this happens, because it, one day it will, You and I will be faced with this realization that the only thing that matters is my name in that book, on on that page. I want to know today if my name's in there. Daniel ends with this this call to be faithful and fruitful to the end, and that can only happen if you've placed your faith in Jesus. So we're going to do this. We're going to end with worship, but before we do, um, we're going to pray. So would you do this? Would you stand with me? Um, and we're going to pray so would you do this would you bow with me now uh, I'm going to guess you know our heads are bowed I'm going to guess there's, there's a number of us who have already said yeah I've, I've placed my faith in Jesus I'm a follower I'm all in uh, I know my name's written in the book but there's some of us who aren't there's some of us who don't know that who haven't decided to follow Jesus. For you, I want to give you an opportunity to say, all right, today, today, I'm in. Today, I want whoever writes the names down, I want that person to write my name in that book. So that in the end, I'm in. When the books are open, my name is there. If that's you, I'm going to uh, pray for us here in a second. I just want—I want to know who I'm praying for. I want to slip you—just slip your hand up, and I'll—I'll I'll see you. And you say, "All oh, right, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, that's great, it's great, yeah, 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 oh yeah, cool, how oh, cool." So if that's you, and you're saying, "All right, I want my name written. I want to become a follower of Jesus. I want to place my faith in Jesus." We do it through prayer, just by talking to Him. You can—you can pray just where you are. Something like this. You can kind of pray after me if you like. God, I admit I am a sinner. I am far from perfect. And I believe that Jesus died on the cross to pay for my sins. To give me forgiveness. And to let me have a relationship with you. And today I commit my life to you. To becoming one of your followers, will you change me? In Jesus, will you write my name in your book? I want to be a follower of yours till the end. Now, a few of us raise your hand. I, I, you just prayed that, and, let, and let me, two things uh, happen. First, we're told um, uh, that, uh, Jesus says that anytime, anytime someone repents, comes to faith that angels rejoice. So listen, right now, wherever angels are, they're rejoicing. So let's rejoice with them. For those of you just decided that, that's welcome. That's so good. That's so good the second thing is we want to rejoice with you so if you uh, if you raise your hand come find me afterward i would love to chat with you and and to say hey i'm so excited for you I, any way i can help or get you on a on wh- like what you should do next if you don't see me just find someone who looks a find anyone find anyone and let them know tap them on the shoulder hey i did this what do i do next and and uh, it's so it's so great it's so exciting um before we end, let's worship. Let's worship the Lord together and let's worship this Jesus who, who does write our name in his book, who will deliver his people. Let's worship.